and welcome to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew and see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And we're here for day 169 of The Daily Brew, which I just think is phenomenal, by the way. But I do have to preface this devotional by saying I am very sorry about the audio quality. As Harry's already mentioned, he's in Brisbane at the moment, and I am in New Zealand. He's got all the tech gear and I am terrible with all of that stuff anyway. So I am just filming this on my phone. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and it doesn't sound quite as good as you're used to, I do apologize. But it is Tea Week and we are gonna have a lot of fun. In fact, while I was away with Harry, we had an incredible time in Singapore ministering with an incredible church at their church camp in Malaysia. I stumbled upon a variety, a variety, an array, a varied array of Dilma tea single sachets. And so what I've got here is I've stolen, well not stolen, they were complimentary. I took six different flavors. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see them now. Six different Dilma tea flavors in single serve sachets because I thought tea week. My tea drawer is starting to get plundered, and so it's time to get some variety. And so that's what I've done. So this week is all about the Dilma teas. They're a little bit exotic flavors by the looks because today we are trying one called Naturally Zesty Lemon. But before we do that, I've been talking for too long. Let's quickly check that you're reading the same scriptures that I'm reading today. Let's check it out together. You can read them in the descriptions. Psalm 74 verse 18 to 23. Acts 2 verse 19 to Acts 13 verse 12 and 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 16 to 28 and chapters 4 and 5. It's going to be a great day but before we get into all of that good Bible stuff let's check out our naturally zesty lemon drink. Now there's not very much information but on the back they've got a few of the ingredients which I think for a naturally zesty lemon tea is quite varied. We've got white hibiscus, ginger root, lemongrass, natural flavoring of lemon and lime, sweet blackberry leaves, silver linden flowers, and lemon peels. Now, I have no idea what half of that even means. So let's give it a go and see if it is indeed naturally zesty. All right, let's go. Ooh, ooh, that's definitely zesty. I would say there's a bit of a lime kind of flavor going on there with the lemon, but I would say too, that's a double thumbs up for the naturally zesty lemon. I've got a bit of a sore throat as well, so that is a very, very nice touch to my tea drinking day. But let's get into the devotional. I have been talking for too long. It's been too long since we've been together. Why are we on the planet? Now, many people, Christians and non-Christians, ask this question often. I believe as Christians, our primary purpose is to worship God and bring him glory. That is our primary purpose here on earth. That is why Adam and Eve were brought onto the earth. That is why you were brought onto the earth, to worship God and bring him glory. That's what they did, Adam and Eve in the garden, until the fall. And then there was a problem, a separation between God and people, a, a disparaging between the will of God and the will of humankind. And so there became a secondary purpose that we as humans were given. 
And that's the cause of God, his will on earth. And because of the fall, I believe an important role that we play as Christians of faith here on earth is to promote and develop the cause of Christ on earth. God's will, bringing it to earth. When we pray the Lord's Prayer, we pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, God's perfect plan is for our good and for the good of all humankind. But we don't see God's will outworked all the time every day in our lives, do we? We're in a fallen world. So our job is to promote and develop the cause of Christ in our world. And in our scriptures today, we see three ways we can do this for the cause of Christ. Are you ready? Number one, in our psalm today, we read that we can pray for the cause of Christ. We say it a lot on this devotional and I'll say it again, our prayer is so powerful. It's the way God's will is outworked here on earth. See, we have been given as humans dominion on the earth, but the enemy, the deceiver, has tried to steal it from us. He's known as the prince of this world. However, we have been the ones who have been given dominion over the world. So when we pray in line with God's will, we are saying that we are taking authority and claiming back dominion over the earth. And in our psalm today, God, uh, sorry, the psalmist is pleading God for God's cause. In verse 19, it says, do not forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Verse 22 says, rise up, O God, and defend your cause. The psalmist is praying, is taking dominion, is declaring God's will, his cause on earth. And by praying, we take dominion, we antagonize the enemy, and we claim God's will over our world. Number two, don't go against the cause of Christ. We see in Acts today, Herod does exactly that. He goes against the cause of Christ. He's hurting influential people of the way, which is what they were called before they were called Christians. He, heard, he hunted them, he hurt them, he murdered them, and he was taking God's glory as his own. And we see in the scripture the consequence that Herod has to pay for these actions. Alternatively, Barnabas and Saul leaned into the Holy Spirit and outworked the cause of Christ through their obedience around Europe, all the way, and then to Paphos, where they met Bar Jesus and delivered him from his demonic power in our scripture today. See, they leaned into the Holy Spirit. And as they did so, as they obeyed him, followed his leading, leaned into his power, they saw the cause of Christ outworked in their world. And number three, we read in Kings today, seek wisdom to outwork the cause of Christ. Now Solomon is a man with whom wisdom tends to be spoken about in the same sentence a lot. Solomon was actually noted as the wisest man that ever lived. And that's because God graced him and blessed him with an overwhelming wisdom. We see in chapter three today that Solomon had wisdom from God to administer justice. There's an incredible story about two women with one baby fighting over this baby. 
and Solomon does a crazy thing. He calls for the baby to be cut in half. Now, before you stress out and think that Solomon was a murderous, horrible, evil king, in fact, unfortunately, the evil nature of his leadership comes a little bit later. This was never a murderous choice on Solomon's behalf. This was a test to see a mother's love, a wise way of administering justice. Again, in chapter four, we see Solomon setting up structures to support the people. And the, the nation of Israel had never known such peace, such provision and such prosperity through the wisdom of Solomon's leadership. And then in chapter five, I'm gonna to continue to read about this in the coming days. Solomon sets out to build the temple of God, to fulfill the cause of God. Now today, if you're gonna be someone who fulfills the call of God, who develops the cause of God, who expands the cause of God in your world, you've gotta be someone who prays for the cause of Christ, works for and not against the cause of Christ and seeks wisdom to outwork the cause of Christ. And I believe you can do that today. And it's time for verse of the day. It is Acts chapter 12, verse 24. But the word of God continued to spread and flourish. In the context of this scripture, the church was under massive persecution, but God's word prevailed. It spread and it flourished. No matter what challenges the church will face, and we're in a challenging time as the people of God in the Western world, God's cause will still prevail. Be encouraged, keep praying, obeying, and seeking a wise course to fulfill the cause of Christ in your life. And that's it today for the Daily Brew. I hope you are encouraged to live for the cause of Christ today. It's Tea Week. Keep up the great work on this Bible plan and perhaps reward yourself with a cup of tea as a treat. But if it's the start of your day, have a wonderful day. And if it's the end of your day, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you here tomorrow for day 170 of the Daily Brew.